Hello and welcome you all to Spring of Light channel where the knowledge begins. I am Dr. Gitanjali Parekh, a clinical psychologist, a counselor, an educationist and a researcher. Today I am going to talk to you about psychopathology. What are the psychopathologies, the historical perspective, various approaches to it and finally the classification system. So let's start with that. An eminent psychiatrist Thomas Says has once remarked, why is it when we talk to God we are praying, but when God talks to us we are schizophrenic? Well, to speak about it, psychopathologies, also called as abnormal psychology, the study of mental disorder and unusual or maladaptive behaviors. Psychopathology studies the causes, treatment and consequences of the psychological disorders or mental illnesses such as depression, anxiety and psychosis. In short, this discipline can be understood as in-depth study of problems related to mental health. Just like pathology, in the study of the nature of disease that is their causes, development and outcomes, psychopathology is the study of same concept within the realm of mental health. Psychopathology refers to an abnormality or you can say as dysfunction and mental illnesses. In this way, psychopathology is all about exploring problems relating to mental health how to understand them, classify them and treat them that is the main function of psychopathology and the term psychopathology was first used by Carl Jasper a German psychiatrist in 1913 in his book General Psychopathology so we can define psychopathology as a psychological disorder is an ongoing dysfunction pattern of thought, emotion and behavior that causes significant distress and that is considered deviant in that person's culture or society. Mental health workers view psychological disorders as ongoing patterns of thought, feeling and actions that are deviant, distressful and or dysfunctional. Being deviant from most other people is one's culture is part of what it takes to define psychological disorder. An eminent poet, Amelie Dixon, in 1862, he had very clearly described, Ascent in you are seen, demure you are state away dangerous, and handled with chain. So, psychological disorder has much in common with other medical disorders. They are out of patient's control. They may in some cases be treated by drugs and their treatment is often covered by medical insurance. So, they are very much similar. It is not they are differentiated or you can differentiate a psychological disorder with a medical disorder. Like medical uh, problems, psychological disorders have both biological or the nature as well as the environmental that is the nurture influence both nature and the nurture are present now we go on to the historical perspectives 
so like uh, psychological disorders one might think so it's a kind of a modern problem but it is not so um, pages of history they are filled with the accounts of prominent people who suffered from psychological disorders bible describes king saul mad rages and taras the 18th century french philosopher john jacques rousseau developed marked paranoid symptoms in the later part of his life and was plagued by fear of secret enemies so he always felt that there are secret enemies and they are going to help them out mozart was convinced that he was being poisoned during the time he was composing his requiem Abraham Lincoln suffered recurrent bouts of depression throughout his life and was on one occasion so depressed so depressed that he failed to show up for his own wedding so we can see how serious these problems are Winston Churchill also periodically suffered from severe depression and which he referred to as black dog the billionaire aviator Howard Hawks became so terrified of being infected with the germs that he became a bedridden recluse for the last decade of his life dysfunctional behaviors such as these do not go unnoticed throughout history human societies have explained and responded to abnormal behavior in different ways at different times based on their values and assumptions about human life and behavior So now we start with the different like how at different times the psychopathologies were named or we explained so in ancient china or you can say ancient chinese egyptians or in the hebrews they believed that the abnormal behavior is caused by supernatural forces and attributed deviance to the work of devil they felt that the devil is after them and that's why they are abnormal one Asian treatment was based on the notion that bizarre behavior reflected an evil spirit's attempt to escape from the person's body so in order to release the spirit a procedure called trepidation was carried out what was trepidation in it's a process in which a sharp tool was used to chisel a hole in the skull about 2 cm in diameter It seems likely that in many cases trepidation successfully eliminated abnormal behavior by putting an end to the patient's life the pa- the patient died so the problem also ceased to exist in other times therapy like pulling the teeth removing a length of intestines castrating the clitoris or giving transfusions of animal blood that was being used In medieval Europe the demonological model of abnormality held that disturbed people either were possessed involuntarily by the devil or had voluntarily made a pact with the forces of darkness thus in 1484 the pope ordered possessed individuals to be burned alive so see how terrific it used to be that uh, if the pope said that they are possessed those individuals used to be burned alive the killing of witches was justified on theological grounds and various diagnostic tests were devised one was to bind a woman's hand and feet and throw her into a lake or pond based on the notion that impurities float on the surface women who sank and drowned could be posthumously declared pure 
a pronouncement that must have been enormously comforting for to their loved ones of course a woman who floated was in real trouble and during 16th and 17th centuries you won't believe that there were more than 1 lakh people with psychological disorders were identified as witches hunted down and executed in the 5th century bc the greek physician and philosopher hippocrates credited with the invention of medicine believed in the connection between the psychological and physical disorders the former being caused by the latter he suggested the mental illnesses or diseases just like the physical disorders now anticipating the modern viewpoint hippocrates believed that the site of mental illness was the brain hippocrates believed that the site of the mental illnesses was the brain and so he attempted to explain pathologies based on melancholia mania and phrenitis which were common disorder in the ancient greek society so accordingly psychological illnesses was attributed to a physiological dysfunction conversely plato argued that disorders should be understood in terms of intracycle conflicts instead of inter he believed on intracycle conflicts rather than looking for physical causes plato was convinced that mental disorders were to potentially was all in the mind so he felt that it's only in the mind which is disturbing it but in the 18th hundreds the first attempt to treat and help the mentally ill dates back to 1700s when philippe pinel anticipated the spirit of french revolution and proposed the moral treatment of those affected by mental disorders pinel's method introduced friendly policies for hospitalized patients such as eliminating chain preventing physical abuse improving living conditions and even offering advice or moral guidance so it was only during the philips time that the moral uh, treatment came into it and he said that just like the other individuals they are also part and parcel of the society and they should be also been given certain respect and a better treatment Penal uh, methods introduce friendly policies for hospitalized patients, such as eliminating chain, preventing physical abuse, improving living conditions, and even offering advice for moral guidance. Now, another major contribution by Penal was his attempt to categorize symptoms, now which led to a broad differentiation between melancholia, mania, dementia, and idiocy. Western medicine had returned to viewing mental disorders as biologically based and was attempting to extend medical diagnosis to them. Biological emphasis was given impetus by the discovery that the general paresis, a disorder characterized in its advanced stages by mental deterioration and bizarre behavior, resulted from massive brain deterioration caused by the sexually transmitted disease that is the spillis this was a breakthrough the first demonstration that the psychological disorder was caused by the underlying physical malady 
so that was something in the older times you can say so the ancient or the medieval time now we come to the modern approaches of psychopathologies so one of the first representative figures of the modern somatogenic paradigm was wilhelm griesinger a german psychiatrist who argued that brain pathology was caused of mental disorders around the same time emil kraplan and eugen bloor developed similar theories because of the rapid development in anatomy physiology neurology and chemistry that were then taking place kraplan's main contribution was first modern classification of symptoms labeling and describing different psychological disorders an important distinction was made between manic depressive disorders and dementia precox which was uh, which has now become schizophrenia Australian physician Franz Anton Massmer believed psychological disorders to be the expression of psychical rather than physical factors. He also developed a hypnotic method called mesmerism. Now we have different uh, thoughts coming up. That is the first goes back to psychoanalysis and psychodynamic theories. In the early 1900s, Sigmund Freud. a theory of psychoanalysis assured in psychological interpretation of disordered behavior although psychodynamic theories developed in the context of abnormal behavior and mental disorder they posed that all behavior normal and abnormal are influenced by unconscious processes thus psychoanalysis had been used to understand human behavior in a general and applied to wide range of areas such as philosophy literature sociology making freud the most famous psychologist of all times at that time and even today psychodynamic theories of abnormal behavior were soon joined by the models such as behavioral cognitive and the humanistic conceptions so now we'll talk about behaviorism in the first half of the 20th century while psychoanalysis was gaining momentum in europe a very different psychological explanation for mental disorder developed with the behaviorist movement that was a uh, you can say so behaviorism also it's a purest and the more radical form denied the existence of any internal mental processes and explained human behavior including psychological disorders in terms of conditioning so according to them it was just because of the conditioning factors that the people are mentally disordered they are mental disorders lightner uh, imported to the united states the techniques he learned in germany from william wundt one of the fathers of experimental psychology whitmer inaugurated the first experimental clinic in the university of finnesalia uh, dedicated to the study of mental deficiencies in children meanwhile ivan pavlov in russia and john watson in america applied the principle of classic and conditioning to the study of phobias 
origin of classical behaviorism was later introduced by Thorndike and Skinner, who noticed that rewarding desirable behaviors was more effective than punishing undesirable ones. So, if you reward the desirable behavior, it is more rewarding than punishing the desirable, undesirable ones. This effect or the method was referred to as operant conditioning. Despite the controversial ethical implications associated with behaviorism, it has shown to be affected with regard to the treatment of anxiety disorders and phobias and it is still used today. The next approach is cognitive approach. With the decay of behaviorism, a new wave of research started in 1960s and 70s that attempted to understand the internal mental processes. These processes of cognitions were at the center of the cognitive revolution in psychology and represents another important contribution to an understanding of mental illnesses. Bandura, a living fever of the cognitive movement, conceptualized this idea in terms of self-efficacy or the individual's belief about the extent to which they can successfully execute the appropriate behaviors to control and influence important life events. Alice, in 1973, he gave his rational emotive therapy, which conceptualizes illnesses as the result of irrational negative beliefs about oneself and the world. These Various conceptions focus on different classes of causal factors and help capture the complex determinants of abnormal behavior. Now we'll talk about biological approaches. Broadly speaking, biological approaches can be divided into neuroautonomy or those dealing with the structure of the brain and the neurophysiology or those dealing with the processes or the functions of the brain. In combination, neuroautonomy or the neurophysiology represents the multidisciplinary field of neuroscience which is rapidly developing in and outside psychopathology. The most common biological studies in psychopathology investigate the biochemical correlates of mental illnesses, notably the role of neurotransmitters, which are chemical messengers that carry information between neurons and other cells. Imbalances in several of the at least 100 types of neurotransmitters are known to be associated with psychological disorders. For example, you can say so serotonin affects emotion and impulse regulation such as the level of aggression. Fine. So now we go on to the psych, uh, biopsychosocial model and which is being used today or it's, being, it's also being called as the integrative approach to psychopathology. So today's psychologists contended that all behavior, whether called normal or disordered, arises from the interaction of nature, that means your genetics and the physiological factor and the nature, that is the past and the present experiences. To presume that a person is mentally ill, they say attributes the condition that must be found and cured. Apart from this, there may be difficulty in person's environment. So in the person's current environment, 
interpretation of event or in the person's bad habits or poor social skills so it is not it is only the nature that might be defective it might be he has a different interpretation about it or has certain bad habits or the environment the conditions which are affecting it evidence of such effects comes from the links between specific disorders and the cultures cultures differ in their sources of stress and they produce different ways of coping like the eating disorders the anorexia nervosa and bulimia nervosa for example occur mostly in western cultures you won't find them in eastern as much as you find them in western cultures the importance of the cultural factors has also received increasing attention although many questions remain these perspectives have given us a deeper understanding of how biological psychological and environmental factors can combine to cause physiological or the psychological disorders today many psychologists find it useful to incorporate these factors into a more general framework and that is what we call as biopsychosocial approach or a multi it's a multidisciplinary approach to psychopathology based on the idea that the mental illness results from the combination of biological psychological environmental and social factors the biological component of the biopsychosocial model refers to the influences of disorder that comes from the functioning of the individual body particularly important are the genetic characteristics that makes some people more vulnerable to the disorder than others and the influences of the neurotransmitters the psychological component of the biopsychosocial model refers to the influences that come from the individual such as the pattern of negative thinking and stress responses the social component of the biopsychosocial model refers to the influences on disorder due to social and the cultural factors such as the socio economic status the homelessness abuse discrimination this approach recognizes that mind and body are inseparable negative emotions contribute to physical illnesses and physical abnormalities contribute to the negative emotions we are mind and body right so according to the this model or which we refer to as as a dietis stress model and also called as vulnerabilities a stress model psychopathological symptoms and diseases are caused by the combination of biological psychological and social factors in term in simple terms you can say that this model explains mental illness as a byproduct of inherited vulnerabilities or diseases and unbearable life experiences that is the stress according to the model each of us has some degree of vulnerability Or it may range from very low or to very high, depending upon you for the de- for developing a psychological disorder. Given sufficient stress, the vulnerability or predisposition can have a biological basis. Now, so it can be because of the genotype, over or under activity of neurotransmitter systems in the brain, a hair trigger, autonomous nervous system, or a hormonal factor. Now, it could also be due to your personality factors such as low self-esteem. or extreme pessimism or to previous environmental factors such as poverty or a severe trauma or loss earlier in life likewise cultural factors can create vulnerability to certain degrees of disorders 
but vulnerability is only part of the equation in most instances a predisposition creates a disorder only when a stressor some recent or current event that requires a person to cope combines with the vulnerability to trigger the disorder thus a person who has a genetic predisposition to depression or has suffered a traumatic loss of parent early in life may be primed to develop a depressive disorder in face with the stress or loss in the life so far we have discussed historical and contemporary accounts of abnormal behavior without actually defining what we mean by abnormal we haven't defined what is abnormal we had been started all this so defining what is normal and what is abnormal is problematic now judgments about where the line between normal and abnormal should be drawn depends on the time and the culture for example cannibalism has been practiced in many cultures around the world now in contemporary western culture however such behavior would be viewed as extraordinarily pathological now until december 15 you can say so i will giving an example 1973 homosexuality was officially considered to be a form of mental illness on that day the trustees of the american psychiatric association voted unanimously to remove homosexuality from the psychiatric classification system surely the quickest and the most widespread cure in the history of psychiatry and despite this formal change in the psychiatric status of the sexual orientation some people in our society continue to view homosexuality as an indicator of psychological disturbance illustrating to some of the arbitrary nature of abnormality despite the arbitrariness of time place and value judgment three criteria distress dysfunction and deviance seems to govern decisions about abnormality and one or more of them seem to apply to virtually any behavior regarded as abnormal the first we go on to distressing we are likely to label behavior as abnormal if they are intensely distressing to the individual people who are excessively anxious depressed dissatisfied or otherwise seriously upset about themselves or about life circumstances may be viewed as disturbed particularly if they seem to have little control over their reactions on the other hand personal distress is neither necessary nor sufficient to define abnormality now some seriously disturbed mental patients are so out of touch with the reality that they seem to experience little distress and yet their bizarre behavior are considered very abnormal and although all of us experience suffering as a part of our lives our distress is not likely to be judged abnormal unless it is disproportionately intense or long lasting relative to the situation the second criteria is dysfunctional most behaviors judged abnormal are dysfunctional either for the individual or for society behaviors that interfere with the person's ability to work or to experience satisfying relationship with other peoples are likely to be seen as maladaptive and self-defeating especially if the person seems unable to control such behaviors some behavior are labeled as abnormal because they interfere with the well-being of the society 
This function is key to define this order. An intense fear of spiders may be a deviant, but if it does not impair your life, it is not a disorder. Fine. Next point is, or the next criteria is the deviants. The third criteria for abnormality in society's judgment concerning the deviance of a given behavior. Now, conduct within every society is regulated by norms, behavioral rules, and that specify how people are expected to think, feel, and behave. Now, some norms are explicitly codified as laws, and violation of these norms defines criminal behavior. Other norms, however, are far less explicit now people are likely to be viewed as psychologically disturbed if they violate these unstated norms especially if the violation makes others uncomfortable and cannot be attributed to environmental causes standards of deviant behavior vary by context and by culture now in one context wartime mass killing may be viewed as normal and even heroic in some contexts, people are presumed deranged when they hear voices. But in cultures practicing ancestor worship, people may claim to talk with the dead and not be seen as disordered because other people find them rational. Olympic Olympic gold medalists deviate from the norm in their physical abilities and society honors them. To be considered disordered, deviant behavior usually causes the person distress. Deviant and distressful behavior are more likely to be considered disordered when also judged to be harmful dysfunction. To summarize, both personal and social judgments of behavior enter into consideration of what is abnormal thus we can may define that abnormal behavior as a behavior that is personally distressing personally dysfunctional and also culturally deviant that other people judge it as an inappropriate or maladaptive fine now we will talk about diagnosing psychological disorders in biology and other sciences, classification creates order. In psychiatry and psychology, diagnostic classification aims not only to describe an order, that is disorder, but also predict its future course, imply appropriate treatment, and stimulate research into its causes. Indeed, to study a disorder, we must first name and describe it. So, there are two dominant taxonomies for diagnosing mental disorders and one, one is the ICDs that is the International Classification of Diseases, Injuries and Causes of Death and uh, the other one is DSM that is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Now diagnostics are based on some core symptoms that need to be present. Now, please specify period of time for symptoms to be present and sometimes symptoms that should not be present at all. A classification is a necessary first step in understanding more about disorder of their nature, causes and treatment. To be scientifically and practically useful, a classification system must meet standards of diagnostic 
reliability and validity now reliability what does it mean it means that clinicians using the system should show high level of agreement in their diagnostic decisions now because professionals with different types and amounts of training including psychologists psychiatrists social workers and physicians take diagnostic decision the system should be couched in terms of observable behavior that can be reliably detected in order to minimize the subjective judgment validity means that the diagnostic categories should accurately capture the essential features of the various disorders thus if research and clinical observation shows that a given disorder has four behavioral characteristics the diagnostic category for the disorder should also have those four features moreover the diagnostic categories should allow us to differentiate one psychological disorder from the other the diagnostic and statistical manual of mental health mental disorders that fifth edition dsm5 which we call which was published in 2013 is the latest edition of dsm by american psychiatric association which was released in may 2013 and is most widely used diagnostic classification system now unlike dsm4 text revised it is not multi action now DSM-5 is non-actual document and uh, formally access 1 and 2 and 3 they have been removed from it now with separate notions of for important psychosocial and contextual factors and disability so the main categories of the DSM-5 are first is the neurodevelopmental disorder second is schizophrenia spectrum and other psychotic disorder third is bipolar and related disorder four depressive disorder fifth we have anxiety disorders sixth we have is obsessive compulsive and related disorder seventh trauma and stress related disorder eighth we have is dissociative disorder ninth we have somatic symptoms and related disorders tenth we have feeding and eating uh, disorder 11 we have is elimination disorder 12 we have sleep pig disorder 13 we have is sexual dysfunction 14 we have gender dysphoria 15 we have is disruptive impulse control and conduct disorder 16 we have is substance related addictive disorder 17 we have neurocognitive disorders 18 we have is personality disorders 19 we have paraphilic disorders 20 we have other mental disorders 21st we have medication induced movement disorders 22nd other adverse effects of medication and 23rd that is other conditions that may be caused with the focus of clinical attentions so we won't be describing all these disorders at present and one by one we will be taking it in future I hope so you enjoyed learning about psychopathology how what they are what was the historical component to it or the various approaches to it and how do we actually classify them if you have any queries do let me know and uh, just subscribe to my channel and keep listening and having more and information regarding various issues thank you thank you very much